Happy Friday, friends. Today, we talk about the importance of setting yourself up for success. We know that most people who are successful in managing their time and investing their time properly don't just wing it, right? They have a plan in place. They look ahead at their week. They strategize for triggers, maybe social situations or events that are coming up so that they can stay on track with their goals and they can actually see progress. But if you're just winging it right now, we're probably not seeing the best results that we could be. So that is what we're talking about today. As you know, Friday Fire is all about tough love and making us ask the hard questions and evaluate ourselves uh, a little bit differently by taking a look in the mirror. So let's dive in. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. It's Saturday, Sunday, what? Every Friday, I watch that video. (laughs) It sets me up for a good day. (laughs) All right, let's drop some fire. We yes. uh, we got a short one, short and sweet, short and fiery, short and fiery for you guys today. Mm. We're going to talk about the fact that you cannot just wing it. No. I don't know anybody who's successful in anything that just wings it. No. And here's the thing, like when you put all of the time and effort into planning consistently in situations where you do have to wing it, winging it becomes a lot easier, but you cannot rely on winging it to be successful. I'll say that like Liz and I might seem like we just flow in terms of like our food intake, our workouts, all of that. If you guys saw what goes into the preparation of my week and Liz's week, it's a lot. Like I planned when I was going to do my walks and when I was going to do my workouts last week for Mm -hmm. this week, I went into my Google calendar. I scheduled them all out. It was very meticulous with my timing of it all so that I would know I had enough time And then I make sure I get the kids off to daycare on time. In terms of food, I look at my day and make sure I don't have too many meetings. And if I do, where can I eat? On Saturday and Sunday, like this upcoming weekend, we have a super busy weekend with Father's Day. I'm already planning, when am I going to get to the grocery store? When am I going to plan and prep food? What are we going to do for food next? Like This is all happening. And it takes a lot of effort, but then I can seamlessly run through my week a lot better. And so for those of us out there that are like, oh yeah, I don't plan my week. I wonder why you aren't successful. Or you like are frustrated because you're not getting the results that you want. Yet if we were to look at the consistency across the board, we're not hitting intake goals. We're not hitting protein goals. We're not consistently showing up for our workouts. And you're just basically letting life rob you of time. And there's something that I I read recently that talks a lot about investing your time instead of thinking about time management. Mm -hmm. And the concept is that people talk about time management in a way that like you can control. No, you, you, you can, and you can't. Right. And so it talks about where do you want to invest your time? And that is what you have to start thinking about. Like I did the same exact thing Becca did. 
planned out my walks, planned out uh, my workouts, planned out my meals for this week. Again, every week I communicate with my husband and I ask him, what would you like? If he doesn't give me anything substantial, then I pick the meals and that's that. And if he doesn't want it, then he's welcome to go get food for himself. He has a debit card. He has a car, right? You can do these things. But here's the thing is like when you don't take the time to plan, you're basically just hoping that things go better than they have in the past. And when we talk about success, success leaving clues, guess what? Failure also leaves clues Mm -hmm. because what you're unhappy with is a result of the things that you have not been doing, right? And so if you don't do anything intentionally to change those things, you're not going to see the success that you desire. The other piece about planning is that it reveals weaknesses and it also reveals strengths, Okay, so as you work through your plan and you look at it from all different angles, as Becca was saying, what's going on with the kids, what's going on with the holidays, what's going on with family parties, what's going on with Marcus's birthday that Becca and you know Nick came out to last weekend, like what's going on with family and friends and all of these other functions besides just like the normal day to day, you're going to notice that you need to plan things a little bit differently week to week. And therefore, your plan needs to adjust and be able to, you know, you need to pivot with it. You need to be able to make it stronger in certain situations. And when you reflect, you actually take the time to think about what went well this week versus what didn't go well. This helps you identify weaknesses of that plan. And this is essential, especially if you want to continue to grow and evolve and you want these things to become seamless in your life. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just going to happen by chance. The, the weight, I'm sorry, ladies, Beck and I both have worked our asses off to get weight off. Like mm-hmm. I've worked my butt off to get 50 pounds off and keep it off. Becca, I don't know how many pounds, but she's lean as fuck and strong <laughs> as fuck. She works her asses off. I don't really care how I, much so she weighs. When, when we were at women in business, I was at, we oh were at the God. dinner table and, uh, some, one of the girls there, we were talking about our kids and I, I mentioned that I have a f- almost four year old and nine month old. She goes, you have a nine month old. She's like, you look amazing. And I go, yeah, I work my ass off for it. And everyone at the table, I mean, like she understands because she's at women in business. She understands what we need to do for what we want. And I lo- all the ladies there were like, thank you for saying that you actually worked for it because everyone has to work for it. Like I do not take lightly what I do, you guys. I push my body to its absolute limits to achieve what I want to achieve. And the same comes with our nutrition and with our mindset. Like you cannot just expect things to fall into your lap and change. You have to put the effort into changing them. You have to want more for yourself. And that's not going to be an easy journey, but that's what makes it so purposeful and impactful and amazing. I never, ever want things to be given to me because if I've given to me, guess what? I don't appreciate them. I don't appre- If I have to work my ass off for them, I'm going to appreciate them a lot more and I'm going to work even harder to keep them. And so we cannot keep going through life just hoping that things work out for us. Take control and plan. I'm, I'll be totally honest. I start to lose sympathy real fast for people that continuously use the busy excuse. I got really busy with the weekend. I, you know, The time just got away from me. No, you allow that to happen. Take responsibility for it. Like, take responsibility for the fact that you are not making the time. When people say, I have to make, you know, I I have to carve out the time for that. Okay, do it. Well, do it. This is the thing that I would love to know. How much time are you spending on social media? How much are you scrolling? Like, I've even noticed that just then we've got home from women in business because we have so much to do and so many things. And like, honestly, things there that I've brought back is like, I'm setting boundaries. Like, I'm not answering this person. I'm sorry. If you text me on Sunday, I'm not answering anymore. Like, that's just the way that it's going to be. My husband calls me out all the time if the phone is at the dinner table. And I was like, I told him, coming back, 
you know, this is something that I'm really going to try to be really good about. And I started reading in the morning instead of looking at my phone first thing, primarily because I can't keep my eyes awake at nighttime mm-hmm. um, and I'll just fall asleep. So I started like shifting things in my schedule. And when you can do these things, you're more efficient. You're also more confident because you are certain that the things that you want are going to get done. But if you just keep saying like, oh, the week got away from me, the only person to blame for that is yourself because you didn't invest your time appropriately and mm-hmm. you didn't control it. And you probably spent way too much time watching social media or gossiping with a friend about things that you're not going to solve. Like, I don't want to talk about it anymore if it's things that I can't solve. Mm-mm. Like what's Mm-mm. going on in the world, people can complain about inflation, all the shit that's you know happening right now and be stressed and anxious about it. Listen, I feel the same exact way when I turn on the television, when I drive by the gas station. At the end of the day, I can cast my vote and that's all I can do. So what is the point in talking about it and getting to arguments with family members about it? Because you're basically just wasting a bunch of time that you could be using to do other productive things like enjoy the life that you're given and love Mm -hmm. your family and your friends. Mm -hmm. I have shifted my perspective and I continue to shift it more and more towards being grateful for things that I have in my life for seeing the positive of all the things that I have in my life because you guys, it's real easy to see the negative. It's everywhere if you look for it. But guess what else is everywhere if you look for it? A lot of positive things. You have to be the one that changes lens on what you're looking at because both exist in the world. Both exist in your world. And if you think that it's, oh no, my, my I just have a really stressful life. I just have, there's a lot of things that are going on. Guess what? So does everyone else. It's all relative, guys. I actually read a post the other day that was really impactful. And it was, um, I don't know who it was, honestly, that I follow, but I started reading it because it caught my eyes because he mentioned that he went to the doctor because he felt like something was going on in his calf and the doctor, and it was a lot of like MRI, the person wouldn't like tell him anything, but could tell that something was wrong. And he went straight to the doctor and they put him in a wheelchair when he was like, I walked in here. He had a blood clot ranging from his calf all the way up to his hip. He was like, they were like, this is the biggest blood clot we've ever seen. And if anyone is aware of blood clots can kill you very quickly. Um, And he was like, you know, in that moment, I could have felt sorry for myself. I could have, you know, totally played the victim card for a long time. He's like, I walked out of that hospital, obviously on medications and with a treatment plan. But in that moment, I walked out of that hospital and I said, no more, no more feeling sorry for myself. My kids need me at home. My business needs me. My employees need me. My family needs me. They don't need a less than, you know, optimal father. They don't need a, a, a sub average employee or employer like the world deserves the best of you and the best of you means we have to plan means we have to get ahead of our weaknesses get ahead of the things that keep tripping us up like I realize that if I don't have food in the house I don't eat enough I don't feel my best I don't have good energy I tend to not have workouts that feel as good I tend to struggle with the weekends and want to just like go out to eat even if it's not you know I'm going and getting chocolate cake and burgers. It's like, okay, let's go to Chipotle. I'm spending money I don't need to spend. And then I continuously stay in this cycle of not meeting the standards and the things that I want for myself. And on this podcast, hopefully our listeners feel the same. Liz and I are this way. I want an amazing life. I do not want a comfortable life. I don't want an easy life. I want a life that brings me purpose. I want to make an impact in this world. I want to be the best, most amazing mother and wife to my family. And that requires me being there for myself first, getting my body what it needs. And at the end of the day, when I plan, I have less anxiety. Sure, shit's going to hit the fan at some point, you guys. Something's going to happen in my day. 
something's going to happen with my kids. Something's going to not go to plan. But if I have my food prepared, if I know when my workouts are going to happen, if I know when work is going to happen, when I'm going to have time with my family, all of that is in place. The little bumps in the road don't phase me because I have made myself, and I talked about this the other day, I have made myself bulletproof because I know what to do when shit hits the fan and I had a plan in place that keeps food in my house, that keeps my workouts a priority, that keeps sleep a priority. And in turn, my mindset becomes bulletproof because I'm like, I got this. I've already planned for this. I've already set up myself for a successful week. I've already dug in and done the work. I feel good about adhering to that plan. And what everyone notices is when they do the work, you're proud, you're more confident, and you show up better. Yeah. And so I think you have to plan for the worst and expect the best, right? We talked about this today on our group call, like embrace the suck a little bit and expect there to be situations that do not go according to plan. Like I was joking with the ladies on the call today. I'm like, how many of you have 99% of the time, you know, things go according to plan? Like everybody's like shaking their head. No, because 99% of the time things do not go according to plan. But if you have a plan in place, you have things that are prepped in the fridge that you can grab and pull for food on the go. If you have to do a last minute errand or you have to run for, you know, a two hour road trip for something for some unforeseen reason, like you have things that you can just take with you. And when you put a plan in place, you have assurance that things are going to go better this week than they have in a long time. And so while you think that maybe you can get by by winging it and like, I'll go to the grocery store this week and I'll try to do better than last week. Like anybody who tells me (laughs) that they'll try, like you're basically telling me that you're one step out the door. Like you have one foot in, one foot out. And so therefore you're not really serious about it. You're either going to do it or you're not. Like that's just the hard truth. And this is what Friday fires are for. Like when we say we're going to try, think about how many other times you said you were going to try and then you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So instead of trying, time block, set aside time. I am going to sit down and I'm going to pick a couple of meals. Start small if this is overwhelming, right? I'm going to pick a couple of meals. I'm going to Instacart it because I don't have time to the store. Or I'm going to ask my husband to watch the kids for an hour so I can run to the store. Whatever you need to do, get the food in the house. If we can't or don't enjoy cooking or whatever the case may be, then order food. There's a lot of different places out there that you can order from that are very reasonably priced and they show up at your doorstep. But at the end of the day, if you've got goals and you're serious about your goals and you want to be able to follow through and achieve those goals, then you have to put some sort of planning in place. You have to have some idea, even if it's a skeleton sketch to start, this is what we're going to have for lunches and dinners. And breakfast is, you know, maybe your oatmeal or something you have around the house. Breakfast is pretty easy, I think, for most people, as long as you have it again planned and it's in the house and you, you know, get up to eat it in time and you're not waking up at seven o'clock in the morning when you have to be out the door at seven Oh five. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are all things that like you have to be intentional about, but like, give yourself a skeleton sketch of this and then look back and reflect what went well, what didn't go well, identify the gaps, identify, you know, where things need to be strengthened. And again, ask for help if you need to ask for help from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like Liz was saying, write it out. It's if you are not writing it out, if you are not planning something in a calendar, in somewhere tactical and tangible, you're winging it. You might not think you're winging it. You're like, oh, I think about food a lot. I make a grocery list. I go to the gro- I go to grocery shopping every week. Like, I am very meticulous and diligent because I know if I am not, I don't have a plan. It's not a plan. It's a hope. 
it's a, I'll get the food in the house and hopefully it works out with my meals. No, I literally plan out everything I am going to eat for the week because I don't have time to think about it during the week. I have kids, I have our jobs, I have my fitness and my priorities and food does not fit into that during the week. And so I need to already know what I'm going to eat that day ahead of time. And so that's why I take Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever time during the weekend that I have as downtime to plan that meticulously. And then if I enter it into my day and I realize I'm short on calories, I'm short on whatever, that's where I evaluate, okay, what maybe snacks do I need to keep in the house more of? What do I need to do to my actual meals to maybe bulk them up to get my calories in if I'm short on calories? What can I do after implementing the plan to make it better? to keep perfecting it, to keep making it exactly what my body needs, because eventually this becomes second nature. What I do now is not time consuming to me. It is not stressful. It is not overwhelming because I've created a perfect plan for myself, for my family. And that took some time, took some weeks, months of troubleshooting, doing things that didn't work, trying recipes that we didn't like. And at the end of the day, I'm now in a place where this is a lot easier. It doesn't take as much time. I'm not as overwhelmed by it, but that took practice. That took planning. That took application. It took troubleshooting. It took failing at certain points and figuring out where that happened. But at the end of the day, guess what? All of it needs effort put forth. This is not something that is going to seamlessly fall into your life currently. This is something you need to make time for. This is something you need to probably sacrifice other things like Liz was talking about, social media, Netflix, things that aren't serving you. I know we feel that we're busy. Guess what? We make ourselves busy with a lot of things that we don't need to be busy with. And so look in the mirror. Where are you really spending all of your time? Because there are plenty of people out there that have very, very busy lives just like you that make it happen. And so take a little self-evaluation today. Where in my day am I wasting time? Where can I start to put this you know, planning and effort into place, I find night times are much easier because mornings are always chaos in our house. Kids getting kids ready. Some mornings Carson wants to be cooperative. Other mornings he does not. Some mornings Taylor wakes up at 5.15 a.m. Some mornings she sleeps until 6.30. I cannot rely on my mornings to plan these things. So I usually do everything the night before as much as possible so that mornings are not as stressful because my kids are plenty stressed for me. I love them dearly. They're unpredictable. Let's be honest. They're small children. And so I need to find those times in my day where I can put time towards this stuff. And that's night times, weekends. And at the end of the day, for me, I would rather stay in one night on the weekend and plan my whole week and feel really good about that versus go out yet again unnecessarily because it's just what I feel like doing. A lot of times we have to pick things we don't feel like doing in the moment to set us up for what we want in our life. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.